Welcome to the Ministry Collaborative Podcast, a series of honest conversations about opportunities, challenges, and joy in ministry today. These episodes are inspired by interactions with ministry leaders from across the country as they explore possibilities, learn from broad perspectives, take risks, and cultivate candid discussions that generate disruptive creativity. Hello, friends. This is Adam Borneman with the Ministry Collaborative, and today I want to share with you one of our recent blog posts entitled, The Great Opt-Out and the Fresh Start It Gives All of Us. Yes, people are opting out of church. There's no surprise there. But what are they actually opting out of? And what does this say about what matters, what doesn't, and what we might more intentionally move toward? In October, Dr. Scott Thuma, director of the Hartford Institute for Religion Research at Hartford International University, presented the latest findings from the Lilly Endowment-funded Exploring the Pandemic Impact on Congregations study. I commend you the latest research and data from the study, which you can find at covidreligionresearch.org. Of the abundance of fascinating and instructive data, something that stood out to me most is the fact that while some aspects of congregational life have at least inched back towards the bell curve of what we might expect, as indicated by other findings from the project, Scott also highlighted for us that this simply is not the case when it comes to volunteer engagement. In fact, on the whole, the percentage of volunteer engagement among attendees, not just among a membership role or some other broader group, remains less than half of what it was pre-pandemic. And in some respects, this isn't surprising. It corroborates broader trends in religious volunteerism more broadly, as indicated by the latest Gallup surveys. So it turns out that our friend Rob Dyer was, at least to this point, correct, that they're not coming back. And you can go back in our archives and find that conversation with Rob. But what's especially notable is that even in instances when people are coming back, they're often returning with less priority placed on a congregation's various volunteer opportunities, and avenues for leadership. But let's take a guess at what people are opting out of in many, though certainly not all, congregations. People are actually opting out of things like church conversations and decisions that are largely irrelevant to the community around them, and especially to younger generations. They're opting out of spending time and energy at committee meetings instead of with family and friends of being entertained to Jesus, as one of our youth ministry colleagues puts it. They're opting out of adding one more thing to the schedule that doesn't feel totally necessary and therefore risking further exhaustion. Opting out of gatherings that are reluctant to have the hard conversations about multifaceted injustices in our communities. They're opting out of parents and their children engaging in an MMA cage match just to get out of the door on Sunday mornings and then sitting in church wondering if it was worth it and how else they might be spending their time together. Opting out of choosing corporate worship over kids' sports schedules and other activities. Many of us have noticed that kids' birthday parties scheduled on Sunday morning seems to be on the rise. What else might we add to this list? What other aspects of congregational life are people actually opting out of? But there's also the things that people are not opting out of. Based on national statistics and our staff's daily conversations with clergy and lay leaders, People are not opting out of their interest in faith and spirituality. They're not opting out of caring about their community. They're not opting out of the need for mental health. They're not opting out of the need for human connection and a desire for authenticity, for deeper conversations and immersive experiences that help us grow, of wondering what Jesus has to do with daily life, work, family, relationships, 
They're not opting out of seeking spaces for healing, empowerment, and deep trust building, nor the search for what is good, true, and beautiful. A key takeaway for me in all of this is that the primary question is not how do we get people to opt in to volunteering or leading or being engaged in prescribed institutional ways, but rather what sort of spaces, experiences, and relationships do we need to create for people to opt in to the things that really do matter in the grand scheme of things? And how can we help people in our communities to opt into the good news of Jesus right where they are, showing them that God's love and desire for them, their families, and their community really is that unconditional and gracious? What an incredible moment to start afresh with paying attention to what the Spirit is doing, quote, out there, to helping people see it and creating clear and meaningful ways to opt in. Thank you for listening to the Ministry Collaborative Podcast a project of the Macedonian Ministry Foundation. The Ministry Collaborative nurtures a national network of pastors and congregations committed to faithful, creative, and courageous engagement in their communities. Our producer is Marthane Sanders. To find out more about our work of cultivating leadership that makes a difference in congregations and communities, visit our website at www.ministrycollaborative.org.